What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Tonight Show. It's Norman Signature Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Call. I'm here with my host, co-host, sorry, uh, Max Christopher, and our guest today, Seth Toops. Seth Toops is a senior at the high school, um, a good friend of mine, and actually designed the logo for our podcast. Uh, so first off, Seth, thanks for doing that, man. That was oh, awesome. yeah, no problem. Um, so today we're going to talk about... Uh, some COVID measures, uh, some different educational models, uh, different things that the school has been doing throughout the year uh, to help mitigate the spread of COVID uh, while keeping us learning. So for you guys, what's been the, uh, the favorite uh, model? Uh, well, I know for me, um, and just you know, reflecting on the year as it's kind of coming to a close here uh, in the next few months, um, I definitely think that the first model that we were in uh, the hybrid with asynchronous was my favorite model. Um, I thought I, it gave me a lot of room to, you know, sort of uh, utilize free time better, um, be able to study on stuff and do extra problems for, like, classes like math, um, while also being able to, I think, get ample schoolwork in. Um, but what I would say the most effective has been the hybrid with synchronous um, just simply based on the fact that teachers are, you know, allotted more of the week now to teach their classes. Seth, what uh, what did you think was the best? What was, in your opinion, the best? Uh, I would probably agree in saying that the um, the first model that we did, the uh, the hybrid with asynchronous, was probably my favorite. Um, it, it, it was it, it was just nice to like kind of have all of our class periods on Monday and Tuesday. And basically like our teachers would just teach us what we're going to be doing for the week. And then we'd have like three and technically five days to do those yeah. uh, assignments. I and I think, oh, no, sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. I, I was just going to say, I think that um, that worked the best for me personally. I can understand how that wouldn't work for a lot of people, but um, you know, I, I found the most comfort in, you know, just waking up and doing like two class periods a day and just being able to be finished by like Friday morning. Yeah, and it definitely felt like it uh, It taught some more self-sufficiency and uh, it kind of made you rely more on yourself, but it also gave you ample room to uh, work on stuff. But Sam, I don't know how yeah. you felt about uh, this sort of stuff either. Oh yeah, for sure. The, uh, the two days in school and the asynchronous, uh, I liked a lot because uh, I can't remember who said it. It, it. Seth, you may have said it was Mr. Fleck who said that it was similar to college. Mm -hmm. uh, if not Mr. Fleck, it was some some teacher uh, I heard definitely said uh, more similar to college in the sense that, um, you know, in college you're not going to be in class for two full days and then out of class completely for five days. Um, but sort of that the percentage of the week, the amount of the week that you're in school uh, compared to the amount of time outside of school uh, is similar to college. And I thought that uh, just being in school um, two days a week, it helped me to allot my free time uh, in a way that was a lot more responsible than either the fully five-day or the uh, uh, fully online thing that we did at the end of last year. Uh, like it was, it was kind of like, I have this free time and 
one or fully five day, my free time is on the weekends for the most part. And I feel like if I only have two days off, I have to spend that whole time relaxing because that's the only time I have off. Uh, I, I'm not going to do homework or study on those days and my grades were suffering because of it. But when I have five days off, I kind of figure, well, I was going to be in school these days anyways. So this is a time for me to work ahead, maybe uh, work a little harder and then earn myself some more free time, maybe a three day weekend or something similar like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think, um, I, I think that uh, people who work found the uh, the asynchronous model working really well. Yeah, uh, for at sure. Least for me and the few people that I talked to that you know had jobs, um, you know, it just it was a lot easier to kind of manage schoolwork and work because um, the only days I would work when I had like in person school were Tuesdays, and I dreaded every Tuesday because it was like all day at school and then go home. I have like five minutes to breathe and then I'm out to work until like nine o'clock and I have absolutely no free time. I had a similar situation. Yeah. And, and in that regard, I almost prefer, uh, fully online. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think that in the case of fully online, a, I personally don't work as well. And I think that also, uh, sort of promotes students to put school in the background and schedule more time at work or schedule more activities, which isn't always a bad thing. Uh, but I think that in a high school environment, uh, you kind of need those two days as just like a, a point to check in. Yeah. yeah. I definitely know, uh, and for me too, um, I'm sure everyone can relate to this, but catching up on sleep, uh, fixing my sleep schedule up helped a lot. And I definitely felt like I was able to be more productive at school and at home doing things on my own when I was able to sleep in Wednesday through Sunday. Um, and I, I know most people, or a lot of people at least uh, at this age, can function on little sleep or they're working on little sleep, but I know I value my sleep a lot, um, and I try to get to I tend to get to bed earlier. So being able to have that, for me at least, was a, was a big uh, refresher for me, and I felt like I could put in more work uh, when I was at school. Yeah, because yeah. when, uh, whenever I, I found that out, like when we started asynchronous, um, I realized how much easier, or even back at the beginning of or the end of last year, um, you know, when we were all Google Classroom, which I think out of all of the COVID learning cycles, that was probably my most comfortable. Because, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, I would wake up at like 9 30 do all the stuff I had for that day and then I'd be done. And that's like, that, that's kind of the way that I personally approach like tasks or chores or any sort of thing that I have to handle. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, with the, with the fact that I was able to wake up so quote unquote late, you know, compared to how early we get up for, uh, you know, in person, I found my work, work ethic going way up more than I thought I, it, it would at home. You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's interesting that um that I feel like we've been pushing uh for later start times at public schools for a long time. Uh mm -hmm. just just collectively I've heard that sentiment grow over the past few years. Um and it's it, I don't wanna you know, I, I think it's probably morbid to call it ironic, you know, in light of such a tragic pandemic, but mm -hmm. um almost ironic in that like we were essentially forced um, to change 
And then when we did change, uh, the only things that I've heard, and I have an admittedly pretty small uh, bubble of people that I'm talking to, but the only things that I've heard are people talking about how much sleep they're catching up on and how much their grades have gone up and uh, just their general well-being has gone up. Uh, and I don't think it's anybody's fault in particular that we don't want to change. I think it's really natural that um, we don't want to change up something if it seems like it's working. Uh, but I'm curious to see going forward uh, after the pandemic how, we're, how we react to um, people's uh, lifestyle changes um, and trying to go back to normal or keeping some elements of this new normal, uh, quote unquote, new normal uh, that have worked. There's a lot of stuff that I don't like, obviously, about the new the new model. But like we were just saying, obviously, there's things that are working. Mm -hmm. I definitely think you know none of this is going to affect. I don't think uh, any of us because we're so close to being uh, out of the system at this point. But um, being able to um, maybe take a look at how people are benefiting from the additional sleep um, and other things such as being able to manage their time on their own and becoming more self-sufficient uh, that might be something three or four years down the line that we start to see um, change within the school system yeah I, I think it'll be hard for a lot of students to go back to not being well maybe I shouldn't say that because it seems as though we're already pushing to go back five days mm -hmm. and there are certainly benefits for like parents uh, to having their students back five days. But I think that it may be difficult for some students to uh, go back to a time whenever they weren't getting as much sleep, uh, drastically less sleep. Mm -hmm. I know that it would be pretty difficult for me if I was a freshman and I was waking up at, you know, 9.30, half the days of the week at the beginning of the year, and then by my junior, senior year, I'm back to getting up at 6 o'clock every morning, five days a week, running on five or six hours of sleep every day. Because that's that's what I remember from my first three years of high school, is yeah. operating on barely any sleep, which has been proven to be incredibly unhealthy. So I, I, again, it's it's nobody's fault that these things didn't change sooner. Uh, but I'm interested to see uh, if people in uh, sort of administrative leadership positions decide uh, going forward that some of the changes. Uh, were maybe a net positive. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, um, you know, for a long time, people have known that, you know, the the school schedule um, is really unhealthy. Uh, yeah. A lot of people know that, um, you know, like you said, running on sleep has been proven to be unhealthy or running on little sleep, sorry, is like proven to be not very good for you. Um, and I, I'm interested to see it, how, you know, people's reaction will be after this, because, um, you know, a lot of people I think have learned that there are a lot of things that we've been doing that actually work pretty well, you know, um, like maybe, um, you know, longer class periods throughout the week and then Wednesdays off to kind of catch up and, yeah. you yeah. know, like maybe even that's a possibility for some schools uh so it, it was kind of like like you were saying earlier sam 
you know, it, we had this like kind of push into change uh, that we didn't want, but you know, we it kind of opened a lot of people's eyes to what works and what doesn't work in uh, our school system today. Yeah. yeah, interesting stuff. It's it's, uh, and I'm trying to think as we're talking. You know, it's a it's a school based podcast, but just wondering. You know, as as Max said, soon we won't be students at Norwin anymore, and wondering like what kind of changes uh, may affect us at college and in the workplace. The things that will last from COVID uh, once all the uh, the pain and the annoyance and the the. I don't know, depression of COVID is over. Uh, I wonder if there will be, you know, a lot of positive things that, that stick around. Yeah. I don't, I don't I certainly know. I think there will be. Um, I definitely know, you know, I, I think mask wearing might be more commonplace now um, when people are maybe not feeling so good. You know, you just have any sort of common illness. You might wear a mask when you go out. Um, I know that's pretty I common. I believe that's what they do in Asia. Asia. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Sorry. Tokyo. Yeah. Um, but yep. yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's all up in the air right now and I guess we'll just have to wait and see how things transpire over the course of the next few years. Yeah. But like I said, they're already pushing to go back five days, aren't they? There's a school board meeting well, tomorrow and is. for our listeners, I'd encourage, I'd encourage you to, to tune into that. There should be some, uh, important decisions regarding the, uh, uh this, the learning models uh, in relation to COVID as there always are at these meetings. Yeah, I mean, certainly that's occurring right now, but who knows what, you know, um, the next few months is going to hold um, in terms of, you know, a rise or decline in cases, um, how people are feeling about, you know, the return um, and the models that are changing and, you know, um, just on a larger, you know, more of a federal level, uh, how these things will apply. But I, I see the point that you're making in terms of uh, we're moving back to five days, you know, essentially this, at the end of this week. So is really that much changing? Yeah, I just think that the, the biggest positive that could come from this is is people learning that uh, I, I don't I don't know that people will ever stop being afraid of change, but maybe that some positives can come from change. And that that was really my only hope that people would kind of learn that, you know, mm -hmm. that some good things can come out of change and that we will survive if, if things change. But um, again, I, I hate to sound, you know, doom and gloom and like I'm putting people on the hot seat, but, but just based on the recent school board decisions and, you know, obviously there are rational reasons that they want to go back to five days it makes sense in in some ways uh but from an outsider you know i don't go to all the meetings and i don't understand all the reasoning and so for an outsider it tends to look like maybe they aren't you know learning from this mm -hmm. but wow. uh again it's just something that, that only time will tell so yeah that's yeah well, I think we have about a minute here left, so if you guys want to say uh, any final comments just kind of reflecting on the year and all the models that we've been through, uh, I think now's the time. I think uh, I think you made some excellent points. Uh, you guys, it was a good conversation. Seth, you got anything uh, Anything else? Um, no, I'd probably just say that uh, I think it's interesting to see how well um, people will adapt to uh, like different environments now because we've been through more types of uh, like learning systems than I think 
probably the past 20 years of students have been through. Yeah. Uh, you know, true. one school year. Um, so I think, I think Mrs. Boyd actually uh, said that, um, you know, will our generation um, will be really, really good at, you know, like time management and, you know, adapting to new situations and uh, new environments and things like that. Um, so I am hopeful for, you know, the next few months, um, you know, I, I'm going to try to be as cautious as I can going into the five day because it's going to be a lot of people in a small space. Um, but, uh, you know, once that's all through, uh, I think we'll, we'll be on the up and up after that. Sounds good to me. Uh, so to all our listeners who are a majority, a part of that generation, uh, important things to keep in mind, uh, change is not always a bad thing. Uh, and, uh, hopefully we're getting to the end of this, uh, this, uh, pandemic, uh, stay tuned for future episodes. We'll be discussing, uh, hopefully more topics than just COVID. I know it's been, uh, kind of a trilogy of, of COVID episodes, but we will be branching out into new topics, bringing on new guests. Please stay tuned for those episodes. Seth, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. Of course, dude.